0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? It's there that we find an anchor for our souls. And that's why it's imperative that we spend time meditating on that. Great to have you in the podcast today. It's exciting for me to be able to share the Word of God with you my My, my biggest issue is just being able to narrow it down to everything that I'd like to be able to say because the Word of God is so so rich i I'll, I'll never in a ten lifetimes, a thousand lifetimes, be able to fathom the depths of scripture. Uh, because it is the uh, mind of God to the mind of the human race, <clears throat> and so I encourage you uh, to make sure that it becomes a a dominating theme in your own time. Uh, that you have God's allotted you here. Well, we uh, are now we're we're post resurrection. We are meditating on the Word of God in different passages. Last podcast I was in the uh, Gospel of Ruth, I call it that sometimes, but the Book of Ruth, where we saw a. A, uh, a a foreshadowing of our Redeemer, our kinsman Redeemer, the Lord Jesus Christ in the form of a person of Boaz. And uh, that was exciting just to meditate on. I wish I had more time there. But uh, as I was preparing for the podcast, I wanted to just return to a passage that I looked at right immediately after the resurrection. We celebrated our Lord's uh, rising from the grave and meditated on the two disciples on the road to Emmaus in Luke 24. Uh, That was so rich. I had like two or three observations that I wanted to make on that. But I'm going to come back to it just for this time. So bear with me and and, and have patience because I I just don't feel I can skip over this. Uh, in the podcast, because I know there are people from <clears throat> all different backgrounds that tune in and listen to this. And I don't know what your particular exposure is to the person of Jesus Christ. I don't know what your relationship is like with him, but my advice, whoever you might be, perhaps you just have a surface understanding of who the person of Jesus was. Maybe you're your uh, your knowledge of him is limited to storybooks or animated cartoons or maybe a Sunday school class you had when you were young. Maybe you've been studying about the Lord Jesus for many years. Perhaps you're very well versed in who he is and, and you've come to love him. But I'm going to tell you, if you're not careful... Uh, you can allow that dedication to him to slip and your knowledge of him to become old hat so that familiarity breeds contempt in you. And I want to challenge you my advice to everybody. It doesn't matter which category you're in on that. And you may be even weighing out uh whether or not you're going to put your faith and your trust whether you're going to literally give trust him with your eternal destiny uh is he safe enough to be able to rely on him and trustworthy that he can carry you through not just this veil uh this valley of life but the valley of death as well and into eternity And I want to assure you that the best counsel I can give to you is the counsel I give to everybody. And that is that you need to become so familiar with the teaching and the ministry of Jesus that it literally just becomes, just dominates your entire thought process. Uh, When's the last time that you really gave attention to a topic and studying it out so that you became uh, very, uh, almost an, an expert in that you knew all the ins and outs about that topic. This is one uh, that's an investment for all of your eternity. Well, Jesus met with those disciples on the road to Emmaus, and they they walked along the road, and they were in they were uh, lingering in that just ignorance about who he was, and he was invited to come to their home. And as I remarked last time. Um, Jesus their eyes were opened and Jesus was made known to them when he began to offer thanks for the food that they're about to partake of they must have often seen Jesus give thanks Uh, to see him and your eyes be opened uh, there must have been a significant jolt to their own awareness and recognition that all of a sudden their eyes were open and here is Jesus one who they didn't expect that was the last thing that they expected when they set out on that seven-mile journey to Emmaus. And here he is, and he's offering a subtle rebuke, maybe not so subtle from their viewpoint, but a subtle rebuke that probably they had heard at another an, another juncture in their walk and ministry with the Lord. But he said in Luke 24 and verse 25, Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe, All that the prophets have spoken ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory. Now, you think about that just for a minute. Essentially, what Jesus was saying here is that you've missed some very important teaching from the Scripture. You have glossed over some things because of your presuppositions and your understandings about who the who the Messiah would be, to the point where your eyes have been blinded about what the Old Testament, what the prophets, what the preachers that God sent, what they were plainly saying, and you know, that ought to breed a little bit of fear in us that we come humbly and, and allowing the Word of God to speak to us without preconceived ideas of what we expect God to do. And I think that's a significant reminder to us, even in these disciples, there's no doubt that they loved the Lord. There is no doubt that they wanted to know God better. I mean, after all, they were disciples of Jesus. They expected thing, great things of Him, but He didn't. they didn't expect Him to do uh, what He actually did. And the reason is, is because the scriptures uh, were closed off to them by the teaching that had been given. And so Jesus took the opportunity in verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Now listen to me today, uh, folks. If you read the Bible and you don't find Jesus you've missed the point. I mean, you need to go back and do over. Try again. I will often recommend that people read repetitively through the Gospels for about six months. And then, or maybe nine months, and then go back and begin their plodding through the scripture, even in the Old Testament. Because, as one man said, standing somewhere in the shadows, you're going to find Jesus. Because clearly, if Jesus took them back to the Old Testament, my, I would love to have heard that, uh, back to the Old Testament, that. He was revealing things that probably were staggering to them when they heard it. He's there in the prophecy throughout the Old Testament. He's there in the teaching and the precepts of the wisdom books. He's there in the parables. He's there in the poetry. Uh, he himself challenged the people, even of his day, when he was walking this earth. Do you remember that when he told the the uh, religious leaders of the day in John chapter five, verse thirty nine, "Ye search the scriptures for in them you think that you have eternal life, and listen to what he said. And these are they which testify of me." You know, I've been a pastor. Uh, long enough to know the Bible really does become such a rich, full book when you find Jesus in it and look for Him. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're in the Old Testament or if you're in the New Testament; uh, Jesus is there, and there will never, there will never be lasting joy in your life without Jesus. Uh, I'm telling you that from personal experience. And from seeing in other people's lives that he's the one that you need. He's the one to focus on. God has orchestrated things that you're not going to have joy without Jesus. Oh, you'll have glimmers of happiness, but they're not long lasting. And certainly they're not lasting into eternity. You can't live off uh, yesterday's joys tomorrow. Uh, you're, you're not going to know Jesus apart from the scriptures that are there. Now listen, let me ask you, how, how have you come to know Jesus more through the scriptures yourself? Think about this for a moment. Uh, there are unlikely places that you might have not been looking for her, him him, but I assure you, he's there. Reflect on that. Come to know the Lord Jesus. Know what he says. Know his teaching. Humble yourself before it. And just remember, he is still the King of kings and Lord of lords. And he loves you today. God bless you.